and he was making fun of you know Arnie, Arnie 35 years ago and he must have said it's from Pumping Iron and I and I know that I said to him like oh I gotta go see that and now 35 years later you're telling me the same thing I gotta see that and I know I'm probably not gonna see that <laughs> In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Ted, welcome to 217 of the Trailer Junkies podcast, and we're going to go back 214 episodes tonight. No way. Really? Really? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, this is news to me. We're going back <laughs> 214 episodes. What What did we do in episode three or two or whatever it is? We'll get to it. It has to do with our trailer. So I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we do that, let's get into beer and the week and all the rest. So, OK, you brought the guns last week with a 13 <laughs> point something or other. 13.1. 13.1 so i figured i had to uh rebut with that okay so, uh you go first tonight okay i'll go first tonight yeah i still i still i i took down from a quadruple to a triple okay nice uh beechwood hops of fury a a seasonal release that they do every year and uh seasonal we clock it in at 11 percent. okay okay great Go for it. So it's strong, but I hope you can beat me. Oh, yeah. So I have a uh, cacao shake. Oh. So I got this guy. And uh, cacao shake is, man, it, this is one of those ones where, like, I, you know, it's like dark enough. The Like, the text is dark enough. I can't really see it. Uh-huh. But what I can say is we're sitting at a 13.8% tonight. Nice, nice. It's a uh, aged in bourbon and rye barrels. All right. Cacao shake stout. And it's that milkin? What's it? Milken, isn't that that the San Diego company? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I I wasn't sure what you were talking about. <laughs> it's not milk, right? I'm like, does he talk about milk? Am I milking <laughs> it? No, I just I'm just opening it. Like I'm not putting a nipple on it yet. <laughs> so and Clarissa is uh, no longer working Saturdays, so I'm going to share some with her. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to give her a little bit here, and and she'll be hammered off my little sip. <laughs> Oh, my God. This thing. You can smell it. Wow. This thing smells like a Jack Daniels. (laughs) Good old rye. Exactly. So how's your how's your uh, beer? Uh, give me some tasting notes. Tasting notes is it's a it's a classic, clean, clear, crisp. Oh, that looks beautiful. Uh, IPA, triple IPA. Again, 11 percent. Wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't couldn't tell the difference between a 6 percent and 11 percent. So. This thing is well. You could see in the in the image there. It's like black as like tar. It's like black as pitch. Black as night. Super boozy. Yeah. Super creamy. Super chocolatey. Tasty. Coffee all up and down. I mean, this <laughs> thing is like amazing. But at thirteen point eight, one is going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> or or the mo- or majority of one, eighty percent of one. <laughs> well, yeah, because I gave her a little bit. But it's a it was an it's a normal little uh, it's a smaller bottle though, right? It's a regular sixteen ouncer. Yeah, it's uh, I can't even see what it is, but it's it's one of those <laughs> like 16 ounce bottles, whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's not huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm still drinking a 12 ounce pour and I gave her the difference. So right. it's not too bad. But yeah, I mean, this thing is amazing, but it's a sipper, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good, though. Yeah. Cacao shake. So you can see it there. Cacao shake. Dark and lovely. Oh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> So how was your week? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you. So I'll go I'll go first because it was it was a short week. Uh-huh. Uh I spent the majority of the week I think editing last week. 
And in the green room, we talked about that, and uh, we just had some technical difficulties last week, and it just made for a, a tough edit. But you know, I got it out. You're a champ. You got it out on time. You got it out, you know. The funny thing is, we always try to drop on Thursday, and two weeks in a row, man, like I crushed it to get... <laughs> I like to do morning drive on the east coast right you know on thursday so in other words like 5 a.m or so is when i think when we drop Uh and man two weeks in a row i just i couldn't make it before noon it was just (laughs) too the edits were so bad but hopefully this next week but i still got a thursday it's still a thursday still a thursday drop other than that uh had my annual physical okay so clean bill of health it was kind of funny, though. So, you know, once you're over 50, you get like the uh, digital probe. <laughs> uh, he's checking the cool yunes like <laughs> like he's looking for ripe tomatoes, you know. Oh, oh. So he brings in he brings in this uh, and they ask my permission, of course, but he brings in this young, attractive med student. <laughs> Do you mind if she's here? I say, yeah, she can come in, whatever. And I'm just, and it, while I'm waiting, I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird. <laughs> right before he does like the, the prostate check. The glove and the jelly. Exactly. She's like, well, I could leave. I'm like, well, you know, I've done crazier things in life. <laughs> you know, you're going to do this too, I guess, at some point. Like, you could see how it happens, right. I guess, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing it for science. <laughs> Taking one, taking one for the team. Taking one for the team. This is a learning hospital. <laughs> and I told Clarissa, I said, you know, like as he's like checking my prostate, she's kind of like being uh-huh. polite and not right. looking and, you know, kind of looking away and all this. And I told Clarissa, I said, you know, I was wanting to look at her and just wait. <laughs> <laughs> just go like, that's right. That's right. You know, but yeah, I wasn't that crass. I wasn't that crass. You didn't you didn't have that, yeah, you're like you're in the moment and you're just like, I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs> I'm gonna let go and he's just diddling me and <laughs> you know, it's just is what it is. All all things said, clean bill of health and and hey man, I'll see you next February. And uh so with that said, how was your week, Ted? <laughs> My week was far less intrusive than yours. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, typical work week. Um I'm putting together a cool project. I don't I don't think we can talk about it yet, but I'll I'll we'll talk in the green we'll talk yeah, we'll talk in the green room and Eventually we'll. Oh man, teaser for weeks to come. Eventually we'll talk about it when once they're coming out. I it's, like it. It's mid March, mid March airing, so it's a cool, a cool thing we're doing. Um, once the presser goes out, I think we can talk about it, which will be in the next couple of weeks. Okay, cool. Looking forward to it. But yeah, doing the prep for that, and this week was the the finals before CIF. So girls water polo CIF. Oh yeah, man, is next week. And this week it was the semifinals or whatever prelims and finals for this for her division. They, they're in the what the southern section, I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know how the CIF's all div- divided. <laughs> I'm still new to the CIF thing, you know. And keeps and keeps looking it up and telling me what it stands for, and you tell me what it stands for, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, because Lompoc's in the southern section. Well, I take that back. We were in the southern section. They moved you up to the central. <laughs> no, but. We dominated for a long time, like with a lot of things. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, you graduate your seniors and all of a sudden, you know, it's like past performance doesn't predict future outcomes. Right. Oh, God. It's like the stock market. <laughs> stock market. <laughs> exactly. So in other words, just because we crushed it one year doesn't mean you move us into a harder league. Right. We graduated everybody. We're starting from scratch. Yeah. No, it's it is. It is. It is kind of amazing that you have turnover every year every year and every and every four years you have a completely new team you know there's there's very it's very hard to build that legacy you know yeah you're right about that and freshmen i mean 
just because they're freshmen when seniors are there, like there's JV and varsity and like right. it's literally like you say every four years, I'd say every like two years at best. Yeah. So yeah. We had girls basketball and my and my buddy Travis is a girls basketball coach. And they went deep into CIF all the way to the finals and they were the runner ups. They lost oh, nice. the final game by like I think it was like a point or something. Ugh. You know, two points. I mean Tragic. it was it was heart yeah. heartbreaking. Breaking. And that team, he had both of his daughters on the team, too. Uh, were they on the same team, at least? Well, yeah. <laughs> same team, both daughters. He's the coach. We we have we have a we have a parent who's a parent of a boy who goes to our school, John Burroughs, and a girl who goes to the other school, oh. um, Arcadia. And we so Arc- Arcadia had the had they have a nice pool. So they held the finals for the league. This year, and it was Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday for the 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 whatever it's called, the prelims and then Thursday for the finals. So on Tuesday, the Bears, John Burroughs, Audrey's team basically just knocked out the Bears. (laughs) They knocked out Glendale. So they took Glendale down 12 to four. Okay, and so that was that was quite a a handily, handily, uh, a well-suited victory. But then in the finals, you know, they beat Arcadia during the season. So they were like, they were on top of the world. Um, They went up a little bit on on them. But Arcadia, you know, fought back and they pulled it out. And and our girls were just, our girls were devastated. Audrey was, 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 was sobbing and, you know, just a. Oh man, I can only imagine. Their first loss of the season is in the finals. They've worked so hard. Yeah. So it, it turns out because of the way that their, the divisions set up because they had beaten Arcadia during the season and their only loss was to Arcadia and vice versa. They both, they tied for, you know, champ, the championship. So nine and one for both of them. And, and, uh, in, in, in conference and they're both going to CIF. So that's, that's something. And next, next week is Tuesday and then Thursday and then Saturday and then Wednesday. So, so you got, you got a wind to stay in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, it's like, uh, um, there's no losers bracket. You lose and you're done. Right. Yeah. So I asked you a few episodes back who John Burroughs was. Have you, have you oh. found out? <laughs> no, I didn't. You did not my, do your homework. Do this homework. Guy. Come on. <laughs> I'll I'll tease you that I've been working with ESPN in the NHL, so that that's what I've been excitedly working on. For real? Yes, yes. Oh man, the NHL and, and it's a and it's a Caps Rangers game in in March that we're working towards. Oh, and this guy's from DC, so it's like right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> every, every time we send an email, I say, "P.S. Go Caps," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I know. Like, I'm a Blackhawks fan, but, you know, whatever. No, it's cool. It's cool. It is what it is. I know. It's like, you know, you got to love, like, just like that Northeast hockey. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, we're big. We're big. Uh, like, I like I like going to the Caps uh, Caps Bruins games and the Caps Penguins games. Right. Because they're the rowdiest. You know what I mean? That's always where we. Well, and it's funny that you say that because it was always like Blackhawks Detroit, you know, Red Wings. And Toronto, you know, the oh. the Leafs and then Blackhawks and Montreal, you know, the Habs. The Expos. <laughs> the Expos, yeah. No, the Habs, you know, the uh, the Canadians. So those were always like the three big ones. And then, you know, even before like the, the North Stars moved to Dallas, mm-hmm. they were big. And it was always like those kind of just like northern Midwest teams, you know, yeah. And when I was a kid, we would go and it was like, you know, they used to call it cold steel on ice and the Blackhawks suck so bad. I used to call it hot rust on slush. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably although I got to say, though, man, in like the mid the, the mid 2000 teens, I mean, they were a dynasty. They won like four cups. And yeah, no, they're great. You know, they were they were rock stars at that point. But what was his name? Uh Lemieux? No. Was it Lemieux? No. Well, Mario Lemieux, he was a penguin though. Oh, he's a penguin. No. Who there was somebody on the Blackhawks that my that my roommate in college, he, I think he had his uh, his jersey. Oh, you're talking about Oh yeah. Um and then he, he he eventually went to like Phoenix. Maybe. Yeah. 
Let me, you know oh, what? Gotta, you keep gotta, going. Gotta, Let's look. get into the yeah. trailer. I'll look that up. Oh, Jeremy Roenick. Roenick, Roenick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Jeremy Roenick. That's Roenick. who it was. Yeah. No, Roenick was a rock star, you know, but yeah. he just, he didn't have the team around him. Right. That's always tough with the team sports. Oh, yeah. I know. You could be a rock star, but when you think about team sports and having like a, a superstar, you know, you look at Brady. Right. And obviously he's amazing. What is he, like 45 years old or something? <laughs> I mean, like, the dude's insane. But he also had the team built around him. Yeah, no. And I think I think when you you reach a you reach a pinnacle like that of of performance that you demand so much of yourself that you can actually, you know, I think I think and it he said it himself because he's getting injections of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, human hormone or something. Uh, but who was it? He was like uh, he was he was working out with Edelman, and uh, and he had written up he had written on his uh, whiteboard in his workout room at home, uh, the city where the Super Bowl was was that year. And Edelman was like, "What's that?" <laughs> and he's like, "That's where we're going this year." And he goes, "All right, we'll get we'll get you to um, whatever whoever had you know won the most Super Bowls at the time." And he turned to Edelman and he said, forget that dude. I'm going for a Jordan. He wanted, he wanted six, you know? <laughs> so he got, he got, I think he got his six. Um, so he's, you know, he, he's at a, he was at a point where he could build the people and he could just fill the gaps and, and get it done. And I think he finally figured out that it was gassed and he couldn't, he couldn't do the, make the magic to, to, to fill up everybody's 80% to a hundred <laughs> and make it happen. But what's crazy though, is you think about Jordan, right? Like there's five dudes playing both sides of the ball, defense and offense. Yeah. I mean, when you look at football though, you're looking at 22 guys. I'm not talking about like substitutes and all that. I'm just talking people about people on like, the field, right? Starters, people on the field. You're talking about like 22 guys that have to like play a position. Yeah. The NBA or hockey even, right? You know, I mean, you're looking at, you know, like Jordan Pippen, you know, whatever, Luke Longley and, you know, and it's like five dudes. That's all you got to <laughs> do is count on five guys. But Brady's got to count on twenty two, well, uh, twenty one other dudes. Well, no, 11, ten other, ten other dudes, ten other dudes. Because the other. Well, no, but you're talking both sides of the ball, though. Oh, right. Okay. Because offense goes one direction, man. Defense has to stop the other team. Yeah, I, I think for me, you know, that's the funny thing about now having Audrey in sports, where she's like, she's playing water polo where you do play both both defense and offense you know and you got to drop back just like basketball or hockey or soccer absolutely and uh she watches football with me now with this different appreciation about like oh my god this game is so slow <laughs> like you know it's spread out over uh you know the 100 yards they stop between every play you know <laughs> and then they change the team to yeah from offense to defense no i know i know and here's the funny thing so we got a little basketball you got a basketball rim in our driveway and stuff and so mike wants to play basketball with me and you know he gets the rebound he just wants to shoot again i'm like no dude you got to take it back <laughs> and he's like take it back so we do like the you know like we check it right like yeah yeah he tosses it to me i toss it back to him and then he goes uh-huh okay we do that first time he did it, he's like i don't get what's going on i'm like <laughs> Well, you got to make sure I'm ready and I give it back to you to say it's okay to go. And then if you shoot and I get the rebound, I can't just shoot because I'm in your side of the court. I got to go back to the other side of the driveway <laughs> and then come back again. And now we're on my side of the court. He's like, oh, okay. Weirdly, he got it the first try. Like, oh, that's so crazy. When I told him that, he's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Because like he's... He, <laughs> You know, like Mike is sports minded uh -huh. like that, right? He's like, okay, I got it. So we do that. And then like he'll score and then I go back and he checks me, you nice, know, and nice. he, he sends it. I, and then we go and then like <laughs> he doesn't even like play defense, right? He just runs at the ball and like knocks it, you know, like I'm like, okay, I guess that worked. Yeah. But last thing though, before we 
move on. So when you said Brady puts on the whiteboard, yeah, I thought you were. Have you ever seen uh, Pumping Iron with with, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh no, I I know of it, but I have not seen it. No, you've never seen that? No, I should see it. It's classic. Oh my god, dude, watch it tonight <laughs> when you, when we hang up here. So when when he said or when you said Brady put on like two more or something, I thought you were gonna say what Schwarzenegger said during like weightlifting sessions. Come on, two more, no matter what. <laughs> so, like, dude squatting, and he's like, two more, no matter what. And the guy's, like, about to drop the bar, and he's like, that's it. No, you can't drop it. Two more, no matter what. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, uh, Joe, Joe Patterson, my my quarterback in high school, we would work out together in his basement, and he had a he he had he had a whole setup in his basement, you know. I love it. And we'd go we'd go over to his house and lift weights. And I think what it, were you a lineman? I was totally. I was a guard. Yeah, I was a dude. Yeah. You got the body like you're just like a <laughs> nose tackle, whatever. You, or you're like I a, was an a, offensive a, lineman. I was a guard. Yeah, a guard. Yeah, like totally, man. Just that, right, right there next to Nick Luongo at center. You know. But he and I would work out and he would say that and I didn't I couldn't place it. And I think he must have said it's from our from our from pumping iron. If you've not seen it and I didn't see it. What? Thirty five years ago. (laughs) Oh, more. No, I think it came out like 74. No, no, no. I'm saying that the first time I heard that two more, no matter what. Was when I was pumping oh, okay. iron in, in my friend's basement gotcha. and he was making fun of, you know, Arnie, Arnie 35 years ago. And he must have said it's from pumping iron. And I, and I and I know that I said to him, like, oh, I got to go see that. And now 35 years later, you're telling me the same thing. I got to see that. And I know I'm probably not going to see that. <laughs> Such an awesome movie. I mean, like at this point in time, it's on like YouTube, you know, like, come on, you have to. <laughs> it's, it's almost, pu- it's almost public domain. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, man, let's get to our one trailer for the night. Okay. Yeah. So I have a couple of, uh, critiques about the title. Okay. And the music and a lot of things. And I think Guy Ritchie's just like losing his shit. <laughs> Well, I'm giving Guy Ritchie the benefit of the doubt, but I too, I I I feel where you're coming from, and I I too have have some critiques, concerns. But go ahead, please. Okay, okay. So it's Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Okay. Well, The Covenant was a movie from 2006 about some supernatural legacy of like some dudes. Right. So right there, the title is off. There's too many. There's a couple other covenants too, I think. I think that's why he says like in a narcissistic way. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. (laughs) He's like, I got to tell everybody it's my movie. (laughs) And then... You don't know what the song. I won't back down. Right. 12 strong from episode three of the Trailer Junkies (laughs) podcast. Yet another uh, like Afghanistan war movie like episode three, Ted. I can't imagine that is where this goes back to. Wow. The same song, but different. But it, but it was it was better used than the other one in, in 12 strong. Same slow mo, though. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like the it's 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 from uh, the what is it? The offer? No, not the offer. Um, what's the uh, where they slow down the music? Oh, uh, the, the the social network. The social network. <laughs> yeah, where they slow down the the trailer music they slowed down uh smells like teen spirit right is that what it was i think it was yeah but man episode three huh episode Uh, three of our podcast is when we first saw or well listened to (laughs) back down and i'm just like really you're like i've heard this in a a podcast before i've heard this once (laughs) upon a time I think it was from a pretty cool podcast, but I can't remember which. We weren't cool back then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then uh, the third thing is uh-huh. Jake Gyllenhaal in Jarhead. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He's a little typecast in this. He's doing this. He's doing Jarhead. We have the same Tom Petty song slowed down to whoever's singing it. I don't know. And then the title is done over and over. I mean, the, I don't. I, what? What? This doesn't even make sense to me. A little bit of phoned in marketing here. They phoned in the marketing. I think so. I think so. <laughs> 
So what do you think? What what's your thoughts? I I'm always excited to see a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh yeah, I like Guy Ritchie, but we'll see. Yeah, like I I I knew that he had been in a couple of movies as a a grunt or a jarhead. Even in Ambulance, he's ex-military. You know what I mean? So even as recently as his last movie, he's he's military. I you know, and it's funny that you say that. You you mentioned earlier how he's typecast. I never really thought about that until you said it. But he but he's not. He just kind of he always gravitates back to this right um he has range but i think this is what people like to see him as you know kicking ass and (laughs) he's a handsome guy i guess he's and he can be crazy he's he's he has a lot of crazy right um roles that he's taken you know it's 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 he has a great range like he has that grunt look like he has that like masculine handsome grunt look about him right Right. You know, I think it's the way to think about it. Yeah. And he can grow a beard like you in a day. <laughs> He's like, oh, you did a beard. Yeah. He, he squint, squints on, a little. I shaved bit. today. What you are you shaved talking today? about? Went, like an hour ago, you shaved. <laughs> Five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I still have the Homer Simpson, like, you know, Five the French shadow. Lidstone shadow. <laughs> So I'm not going I'm not going to theater to see this one. I'm going to see this one at home. But but Guy Ritchie is usually a film that Ann and I can agree on. Oh, okay. Okay. We watched The Gentleman and man, it was so good. We, I think we've seen it a couple times. So What makes Ann like Guy Ritchie though even though it might be violent. You know, a war film that in in parts PTSD. <laughs> I'm very sorry if you had anything going on there. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm not, you know. I think with Guy Ritchie there's a stylized violence that he he usually Oh, I got you. Yeah. He he does, you know, he he has a cinematic violence to his stuff that is uh, palatable to Anne, where she can, it's, it, it kind of, it doesn't hit you. It's not gratuitous. It's not gratuitous. It's not visceral. Right. It's stylized. And I think that's what, that's what she can, she can enjoy and understand that it's not real. You know, <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not gonna hit you as, as a, as a, as a visceral punch to the gut. So that, that's, that's what helps her watch violence yeah i mean i agree with you i'm not gonna go to the theater to see this i will wait for you know in-home viewing you know number of reasons we've always talked about like it's just so hard with our kids where we live we don't have easy access to theaters the way you guys do right right and then you know i think it's just overall it's not something i want to spend 15 dollars or whatever 60 bucks oh <laughs> 15 60 whatever it is i don't even know what it is now but 15 no i was saying 60 six six zero 60 bucks with oh six you your wife you know go into the theater getting some stuff having somebody watch the kids or at least getting a pizza easy oh you know man oh if you're talking like babysitters like a hundred dollar night no i was i was i was thinking you know you put you you give them to the neighborhoods and, and neighbors and you, you know, give them a pizza or something. You know I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is what it is. But I think the funny thing is, though, man, when I heard the song, I was like, really? The replay in this? <laughs> like, they're, they don't listen. They don't listen to Trail Jenkins podcast. We got long memories, man. We got we got long memories. Well, you know what? They probably listen. They listen to Trailer Jenkins podcast, but. I think we tell people to only start at like episode 30. That's where we started like <laughs> really hitting our stride. Like, <laughs> yeah, but episode three, episode three, don't, don't judge us. Don't judge us. All I did was I went back on our website. I went back to episode three just to verify that my, my memory was correct. And I, I went back to the notes and I played the trailer and it was still there. Believe it or not. Oh, wow. I played the YouTube trailer. And sure enough, it was the exact YouTube trailer and it had the Won't Back Down song. Uh. But I did not listen to our episode. <laughs> and quite honestly, we had like bad mics. Like we had bad. like. And we're, I think back then we were even trading like uh, who would edit this week. <laughs> and I was editing. I was editing sometimes and I was like, oh, God, I'm not good at this. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> Just to pull back the curtain. I'm the editor of the of the show. Right. I think we got to like me full time editing at like what? Episode 20 or something. Something around that around that that frame. Yeah. Yeah. And I 
bought like some pro <laughs> editing tools and you know and and I just I just I just sat back and I'm like all right I'm gonna take some classes I'm gonna learn how to edit and, and then I just got to the point like okay I'm gonna be the editor and Ted's gonna be the producer or the not producer, but the the um, the guy who like builds the show, and I'm the guy who like assembles the show and yeah puts together the show and yeah, and then Anne somewhere in the background is like <laughs> Anne's always throwing us. throwing trailers at us. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, like Anne will throw like twenty trailers at us some weeks. Yeah, I know that's so crazy. And then I'm like Ted, which ones are we doing? <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah. So just a little pull back the curtain, man. Like, yeah, it's it's so weird. Anybody out there who wants to have a podcast, like you have to come upon like you just have to figure it out as a team. Like this person's going to do this, that, per- you know, and it's just and then it's just it becomes what it becomes. This beast. Go go to your strengths. Go to your strengths. You know, figure out what figure out what you right. do better than the other person. Or- it's this beast. And, you know, I mean, most weeks I get it done in less than an hour. Yeah. You know, I, I crush it pretty good. But this past week was just terrible. But whatever. A uh, couple weeks. Yeah. You had a rough, rough couple weeks. It was. Hopefully this one will be easy. Internet, internet, man. It's <laughs> lagging and slowing. So that's the way it goes. But all right, man. So uh, with that, we have one trailer for the week. But other than that, what you been watching? I've been watching a lot, a lot of stuff. Are you, I, I think we're watching some of the same stuff. Well, we watched one thing. What, what you, I watch more than you. So tell, tell me what you watched. I watched Seinfeld with the family. Okay. All right. And it's, you know, here's the funny thing. So we're watching Seinfeld and they were talking about like condoms and all this stuff. And Tim's like, what's a condom? <laughs> Sex Ed by Seinfeld. <laughs> He's about to turn 10, right? He's uh-huh, nine. Uh-huh. He's about to turn 10. What's a condom? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> What's sponge worthy? What's sponge worthy, Daddy? <laughs> exactly. And they're like, Dad, why does she need a sponge? We'll talk about that later. You know, and I'm just like putting it off. Man, sponge worthy was so awesome. That's the episode, right? He's never asked me again. So. Oh, he knows. He knows. I'm sh- he's got to. <laughs> he asked his buddies when you didn't tell him. <laughs> I was going to say, so he was out with his friends, you know, and, and he's never brought it up. So, um, but anyway, uh, the last of us we've been watching. Yes. So did you see episode? So you brought it up. We brought it up with, uh, uh, oh my God, we're going to do the whole name thing again. Pedro Pascual, Pascal, Pedro Pascal, Pascal. Yeah. So here's my critique of it, though. What episode did you see all three episodes so far? We've done two. Oh, OK. Yeah, we've done the first two. Well, the first episode's an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then it was like uh, an hour for the second one. So we haven't done. So we've we've watched uh, the first hour, uh, two and a half hours. So okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I told Clarissa, though, I said I have two critiques. One is it's TV pacing. Okay. It's extremely slow. All right. And I have more than two critiques. <laughs> <laughs> one, it's TV pacing. It's mm-hmm. extremely slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, in no particular order, by the way. Okay. Another critique, it starts super strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts with like the before times and then it gets into like the clickers, the clickers driving the pickup truck. You're running over people. <laughs> you throw it in reverse. You're running over people. Gunplay. Like, I mean, it starts off like the first like 20 minutes is strong. Clicker zombies all over the place. I mean, it starts super strong. And then like they jump cut 20 years. I told Clarissa, I said they jump cut to Walking Dead season 14. <laughs> <laughs> smart move smart move we don't need all those filler filler see filler years <laughs> yeah we don't need all the you know the let's go down the railroad to get to the <laughs> town that it, whatever it doesn't even matter they just like bypassed it all yeah and it's like walking dead season 14 you know or 15 it doesn't even matter it's like way up there well i won't give any spoilers for for episode three but when you watch episode three Know that it's a filler episode and it doesn't matter. You're going to be bawling on the ground like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You know, Uh, because of a parent or is that why you're a parent? No, no. Just because, you know, because there's, you know, great, 
great, great moments in, in television. And this is going to go down as, as one of them. So wow. Episode three is a standalone. <laughs> People are clamoring for a spinoff already. Um, really? but, but wow. it is, but okay. it, I can't wait. And, and then the minute that you see it, text, text to, well, we're going to watch it tomorrow. Okay. So. so text, text into the chain. Like I saw it. So that I can send you this the, a couple of spoiler videos that I have on it because I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. They will do. They go into like the writing. They pretend to be in like the writing room of The Last of Us, and they're like, you know, spitballing the episodes. They're like, we need an episode for this, and then and like, and they're like, <laughs> okay, we got the episode, and then at the end, they're like, oh my god, and you know, so they they basically spoil the whole episode, but it was it is hilarious the way they boil it down. Yeah. So we've been watching on the trainer. So you know we. We did the first hour on an hour trainer ride and then we did like the second half of the first episode and the first half of the second episode <laughs> and then you know it's kind of how we went how we, we we've been doing it so we'll be all caught up tomorrow awesome and uh but yeah so i'll let you know and then you can send me all that and then we'll I'll send you the memes yeah and we'll see <laughs> the what little, you're the little about, scenes but. Uh, are you caught up on with a much shorter one, uh, uh, Servant? No, we haven't okay. seen the latest in Servant. You know what? I think another benefit of my wife not having to work Saturdays anymore. I think when we hang up here, we'll watch Servant. It's so well put together and so quick. It, you know, 28 minutes in and out. And it's just like. It's I know. I love I love the bite cl size. Clipping right along. Clipping right along. You know? So here's the thing, though. So I, I sent you one of his podcast episodes before so it's tech won't save us right i sent you that uh-huh uh -huh. and this past week i was gonna send it to you but i was afraid of offending you because you know <laughs> but it's you know because i know you're like he's got that canadian thing going you know it's oh i don't yeah i'm not a big fan of this guy <laughs> but however i i do want to say it, it's all about the potential walkout of the writers for um whatever the not Astra or something or oh right right the the writers union yeah yeah the writers union there's like that they have like two unions or something the writers do but whatever it's like Astra w WGA and um and so, yeah so SAG Astra is is SAG Astra is the the actors and WGA is the writers maybe WGA has a, an Astra version as well well he's interviewing a woman from the LA Times mm -hmm. who covers this stuff and they were talking about how the streaming platform you know Netflix is the is the the elephant in the room but right. whether it's Disney uh, Netflix, Paramount Plus, all of the ones we talk about, you know, Apple and everything. And they also do the writing, the producing, the distribution and all this stuff. And one company owns the the pipeline, the whole vertical. Exactly. And, you know, I was like, I got to send this to Ted and I'm like, man, I don't want Ted yelling at me. <laughs> Like I'll offend him, and he's gonna be like all upset and stuff. But the no, I'll, I'll. The only thing I do when people talk about how oh Netflix owns their own vertical, the only thing I think about is Pangolin. You know, like I mean, like somebody's got to just not produce content and create a platform where when the media consumer is the product. Because because anytime you the minute you start producing content, then that content is the product that you are selling, regardless of the the channel of distribution that you control and you say is the, the real deal. You know, like Netflix started on it because they had the people that the, the email, the mailing addresses and accounts of people that they sent DVDs in the mail to, you know. Right. So that right. was their base. But the minute they started producing content. You know, it was it was they they produce content to control the the license of that content, but it's kind of it's it's become very muddy because of you know everybody needs to get paid and everyone should get paid, um, and I think you know at first they were like oh look we're getting bigger paychecks up front <laughs> you know what I mean because they weren't getting royalties because Netflix was buying them out, so you do a big buyout and you get a big bigger paycheck you know when it when it comes up. But then you won't, you don't have residuals. You aren't like the cast of Friends or Seinfeld, where you're getting you're getting a cut check every time somebody watches it. You know. Well, they talked about that in this podcast. Is where Seinfeld got rich because of uh, of residuals, right? And 
people aren't getting residuals now and that's what they're going, you know, and, and the writers and all this stuff because of, of the linear yeah. progression, whatever you're talking about of like, you know, Netflix, whatever, you know, but I'll share it with you. I, I think it's, it's like an hour. It's worth a listen. Okay. All right. I'm just curious your feedback. Yeah. What you think, you know? So anyway, with that said, what have you been watching? So yes, I've watched those, those couple of things. Um, I'm watching Velma as well. Oh, yes. You talked about this last week. Um, and it's continuing to be amazing. So we will see how that goes. Um, I think it's only got a couple more episodes. It's still, it's still. And Paramount Plus, right? Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, HBO. Okay. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Loving every minute of it. One of one of the few. <laughs> um, and then what else? Are we? Oh, and Anne and I, I listened to another podcast. Um, the podcast is called, um, sharp, sharp tech. And it's got our, our friend, Ben Thompson, sharp tech, sharp tech, T E C T C H. Oh, tech. Like as in technology. Yes. Okay. Uh, on sharp tech, he said, there's no more rom-coms anymore. And I beg to differ. <laughs> Wait, who's he? It's it's just a counterpart, somebody who Ben Thompson found. Oh, okay, some dude on there. Yeah, some his name is something sharp, and he said that there's no no more rom coms from like his childhood and growing up in the '90s and stuff. And I beg to differ because it, we just saw this movie this week, Ann and I. We saw Shotgun Wedding. Okay, it's uh, Josh Duhamel and uh, Jennifer Lopez, and basically they have a they have a wedding in the Philippines, and it gets raided by pirates. So it's kind of just an amazing comedy. <laughs> uh, it has Coolidge in it. Didn't J Lo do some other wedding? The wedding she she's a, this is her wheelhouse. You talk about J- Jake Gyllenhaal kind of. Being, she does wedding and rom coms kind of thing. It's like Jake Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever. Ever does like you know jarhead she does right. weddings yes she does yeah she does all the wedding stuff so it, that and then i don't know you saw the sandra bullock one right lost city did you see that one lost city i don't think so yeah it's another rom-com like the, their rom-com the rom-coms that come out now maybe i don't know it's like i, I lose track they're very strong, the rom-coms that are coming out in the 22, the, the 20s, <laughs> you know? Okay, I can say with certainty that if it's if it's recent, yeah. then no, I haven't seen it. Any rom-com that kind of bases itself on like Romancing the Stone or Jewel of the Nile, right? that's kind of the blueprint for the rom-coms of the day. Okay. So- they're worth it. Yeah, Jewel and Al was good. Yeah, no, there. The, you know, you you put the adventure into the rom com, and, and right, that's, right. That's what. That's how you get the the couple movie. That's how you get the true couple movie. You have a little testosterone for the guys and some romance with the girls. It's like Jewel and Al was like, <laughs> or or what was it? There was another one, Romancing, Romancing the, the Stone. Stone. That was the original. Yeah, that was that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Those are those are great. Those are great two movies. Right. And I think I think everybody has taken the lesson from those that we need some action in our rom coms. Well, it's like at least a two quadrant movie. <laughs> you know? Get the husband and the wife involved. Right, right. You know, they got tired of just like the wife not wanting to be involved or the husband not you know, and then they're just like Baby, let's just do like an adventure together. <laughs> and I love it because Anne's Anne always is laughing and stuff, and she very rarely laughs at at funny things. But these are these things were just ridiculous. Wait, Anne does not laugh at funny things. Yes. What? You know she. You know she's Anne's pretty. Anne's pretty tight. Well, yeah, she's like, oh, that's funny. She'll say things are funny when they're funny. But you l- rarely will she lose herself enough to to laugh out loud. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She won't just like just like belly laugh. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Except for this shotgun wedding, which is on what is it on? Is it on Amazon? I think it's on Amazon Prime. So that's a that's a that's a recommend for a date night. Shotgun wedding. Shotgun wedding. That you know, I've been taking notes. That just gives me a lot of things to watch. <laughs> so we'll have to start watching. All right. And then, you know, and it makes for bad podcast fodder because then I'm going to be like, Ted, we watched exactly what you watched <laughs> and, you know, two weeks ago. And I'm just rehashing your notes. No, 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 no. But <laughs> week three, week, no, I know, week three, I the know. last of us is is going to be amazing. No, but, you know, like I said, though, the problem with that show is, though, it's well, so far, it's 
jump cutting to the end of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so, you know, as a school psychologist that I am, I talk to kids. Right. And I asked a couple of kids, I you know, that I know that video game and stuff. I said, yeah, you do any shooters? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but watching the show, The Last of Us, they're like, yeah, I played that game. And I'm like, how was it? They're like, the game's amazing, but we don't have HBO, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. So I said, well, what do you think of the game? They're like, game's great. And I said, is it a first-person shooter? Uh, Mr. V, it's a third-person shooter. You got to get your, you got to get your, I'm like, well, I know what a third-person shooter is. Like, I'm just, and they're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's story-based. It's not like gore or anything. It's like, you got to follow the story. Right, right. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get into it. What do you play it on? And they're like, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll have to check that out, you know? And, and so, like, I have this tit for tat with these kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them, some of the kids I see, man, they're, like, on point, right? And they're just like, yeah, you know, like, uh, this show is amazing or, what, you know, whatever it is. It's just Right, right. So I'm looking forward to... Um, Maybe at some point playing the game. Okay. You know, because, I mean, like I said, I recently learned it was a game and the show so far is cool. And you can watch the game and you can see how certain scenes are so gamified right. because it's just like, dude, I, this is a this is how it would play out in a video game. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're like, I stashed some stuff over here. Let me go find it again. <laughs> Exactly. Or it's like, I'm just going to go shoot this stuff or I'm going to go here and then they're going to attack me and then I got to shoot back. You know, it's like, OK, sure. So, yeah. But no, I'll let you know uh, next week we're going to cover uh, tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to watch uh-huh. episode three and awesome. then I'll let you know. So I'm, I'm still pushing Audrey to watch it as well because I you know need people to talk to because I know Anne will never watch it. So. <laughs> You know, it's funny, though. It's like I love zombie movies Uh and it's funny how it's like zombie virus movies and zombie fungal movies. (laughs) And it's like how many ways can you make a zombie movie? And me and Clarissa, like, you know what? You know, you met your 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 life partner when you both love zombie Uh. movies. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I get, I get how you are with, you know, your daughter and stuff. Where it's like, <laughs> mommy won't watch this. How about me and you watch this? You know? <laughs> we watch it separately, and you come back, and we can talk about it. Why not watch it together, though? It's not like it's sexual. There's no time to watch things together. Oh, I got you. Okay. There's no time to watch things together for sure. Because I was going to say it's not sexual or something. It's like <laughs> I get that part of it, you know, and and you know where it's like, like even when Tim's like, "What's a condom?" I'm just like. <laughs> Oh my god, man! Like you're nine. We don't, you don't have to talk about know what yet. a condom is yet. <laughs> Not till you're twelve. At least, at least eleven. <laughs> uh, on that, how was how was your how was your beer? No, the beer is well. It's still going. It's thirteen point eight percent. I'm highly buzzed, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I mean, it's like the more it warms. I think the more flavorful it gets. And with that, let me let me just back up and say I haven't brewed. Oh, yes. For months man, at least like four or five months. Yeah. So I ordered three beer. uh, Well, I said beers recipes for beer. So they're going to be delivered. And then we're going to go to Solvang where I get my brew, where I get where I get the beers I ordered. Right. And I'm going to get more. So I'm going to be like kegging, bottling. I, I, I'm i going to in the next month here, I'm going to have about six different recipes put together. Wow. Between kegged and bottled. Yeah. I'm just going to go like hog wild <laughs> water. You know, I, I, you know, it's 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 one of those things where at some point I'm thinking like, man, brewing takes so much water and stuff. And then I'm just like, man, we had so much rain. Mm-hmm. Our local reservoir is 100 percent. Nice. And I'm just like, you know, it's spilling over. I mean, like the whole thing is spilling over into the river and stuff. I'm just like, you know, we got enough water. I'm going to brew. So all this beer, I I got a Belgian, an IPA, a stout. I'll probably get like, I might do something like that. I don't typically do like a red ale or something, some other Belgian, some other IPA, you know, whatever it is. And I'm going to just do some bottling, kegging. I'm going to do it all. So 
I could do I could do a beer every two weeks. I can't wait. I can't wait to to come up and to you have send some beers down and all the all the rest. <laughs> oh, all of it, all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homebrew is amazing. It's like you know, I got to the point. I mean, I've been brewing what now about twelve years. I think. I think it's been about twelve years, dude. I can make as good like the good beers we're drinking tonight. I can make all of that stuff, you know. And and the main reason, I mean, like I buy beer all the time. You know, people think like you don't or 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 you brew beer to avoid buying beer, and it's like no, man. Yeah, you're not you're not saving money. You're 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 developing a hobby and a skill. Yeah, but I would say though you are saving money if you're doing daily drinkers. Uh-huh. But what I would say though, so like this thirteen point eight chocolate stout thing I'm doing, if I brewed that, like or I'm sorry, if if I bought that, it would cost me like three hundred dollars for like a case, uh, two cases. Whereas if I'm brewing it, uh-huh. I could probably brew the same beer for like 80 bucks. All right. You know, so I could save $120, you know. There you go. But I'm not doing it to save money. I'm doing it because like I love the hobby. I mean, I right. still buy all kinds of beer. I still buy, you know, and I think that's the the fallacy of it is that people think you're going to brew beer so you can stop buying beer and then brewers lose money on it or something. And that's totally not the case. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You still buy tons of beer. It's not the case. It's 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 not the case. It's, it's the keg. It's not the case. It's the <laughs> double case. But no, I mean, like I still buy tons and tons of beer. Like there's no way anybody could ever say like, Oh, he brews beer. He stopped. No, hell no. He stopped supporting the local economy. (laughs) Hell no, man. Like I spend way too much money on beer, (laughs) you know, it's for the show. It's for the show. That's what I tell you. Exactly. And I love it. I love it. All right, man. How's your beer finish? My beer is, is finishing. Luckily, it's not as strong, but it is as 11%. crisp and it is crisp and clean, um, and it is uh, a phenomenal. Uh, I was not steered wrong by Mark uh, a couple weeks ago. Nice. So these are these are some some very. How many did you get? Did you get four or five? I got four, Six? but I had one with Frank uh, earlier this week. We nice. We want. Oh, it's Audrey's birthday, so we also had cake with the grandparents over there. She's what seventeen. She turned seventeen. Crazy. Well, Clarissa, she's like. Audrey turned 16 and then texts you guys. Right. I'm like, no, Clarissa, she turned 17. She goes, oh, and she corrects it. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, I know. She's like, is, I'm like, how how long have we been married? 17 there you years. Go, exactly. Audrey was at our wedding when she was a newborn. Right. She is 17 years old. What, what's, what month is your, what month is your anniversary? July. She was six months old. Yeah. Little less than six months. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. And then like, you know, you might, you say how long you've been married and people might say 17. I would say it's a lifetime, <laughs> but in July it will be 17. 17. So right now we're 16. Yes. So. There you go. But my God, it's, it's hard to believe I've been married that long. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, you guys have been married. How long? 22. 22. 22 years. Oh my God, dude. You're like, and just don't remind me. <laughs> no, keep keep remind remind me every day. It's fine. It's a good it's a good thing. <laughs> no, it is a good thing though. Yeah. I couldn't be more happy. I mean, you know, like just tack on the years. It you know, like my mom was complaining, you know, she's like gonna be seventy six in a couple weeks. I think 76 and she's like ah, she's just bitching about it i'm like mom it beats the alternative exactly exactly and then she she asked what's the alternative <laughs> and i said uh death <laughs> she's like oh you're right yeah, yes it does beat the alternative <laughs> i'm just like uh yeah <laughs> so all right man we're at an hour and uh let's get the hell out of here all right see you next week later yeah we'll talk to you later man You have a good night. Bye. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.